This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number that's 603-283-6160 and with you in the studio tonight you've got me bonnie jay and mark edge in honduras and in the last segment we were talking about um texas governor greg abbott going up against the feds um saying that he has the right to secure his border, or at least the Texas border. And we'll get back into that. But first, I want to tell you that Free Talk Live is brought to you by ForkFest, happening June 13th through the 16th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. ForkFest is decentralized, so there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, forkfest.party. That's forkfest.party. And so we're reading this statement by Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, that has really gone super viral recently. I keep seeing it everywhere. And the reason is a lot of people think he's calling for a civil war. A lot of people think he's tipping his hat to the Texit, um, Texas nationalist movement people, the people who believe in secession from the United States uh, for Texas. I'm not sure if I believe that, especially because his Repu- he's like the head of the Republicans in Texas and the Republicans in Texas are doing everything they can to stop the vote that the Texas national nationalist movement is trying to get through the courts or at least through the legislature in Texas. I, I don't really know how their stuff works. Even when I lived in Texas, I didn't pay attention to any of that. I, I could not tell you who was mayor of San Antonio or anything like that. I just didn't pay attention. It seems like so far away and not like related to your regular life. Do you remember who played for like the Texas Rangers or maybe the Dallas Cowboys or, you know, I remember someone Duncan. That was a, that was a Spurs player. I I don't care about sports. No, I mean, that's good. Yeah. I knew some Austin pop stars. That's all. That's the stuff I cared about way more than um, the governor of tech. Well, I knew that uh, Greg Abbott was the governor of Texas and I didn't like him because he sucks, but Anyways, let's get back into what he said to the feds. He put out this statement, and we already started reading it, but there's a little bullet list here. It starts off saying, President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. 
Bullet number two, President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. And bullet number three, by wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas's border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border. Bridges where nobody drowns and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Wow. So I don't necessarily agree with Abbott on everything. And I I just think it has to be said because I feel like this is part of the plan that they have. I think that quote unquote capital, they want us to frame the idea of, oh, secession and states rights that those are the same type of people that want Mexicans to get cut up with razor wire. So I just want to say that personally, I am pro-immigration. I'm pro-open borders. I also think that we should get rid of the welfare state. I, I understand that whole idea that the welfare state should probably go first, and that would be amazing. I would love for there to be no welfare. I would love to live in a city if there was no such thing as welfare. No homeless people? An immigrant, when they come across the border, should be able to vote Sure. without being a citizen? Sure, I don't care. Yeah, as long as long as they can't vote my rights away, I don't think somebody who's been living here their entire life should be able to um, to vote. um, You know that I have to pay money for them to uh, put because they're too lazy to educate their child themselves. You know, Um, I mean, I agree with you. We have a serious problem to where people can actually vote against our rights, which is a very much a violation of what the whole. purpose and premises of this country is there you know but you know that's a whole different conversation that's really hard to like actually get through in a show like this yeah i i agree completely um that uh, people shouldn't be able to vote away your rights but the you know the the operating system that we currently have has that as part of the uh, as has that as the basic function right and um i can understand completely when people say hey I don't want immigrants because they're going to vote Democrat, which I believe I interpret as taking more rights away from me, which, you know, seems completely fair. I think that there needs to come, there needs to be a compromise. The parties need to get together and they need to say something like, hey, you know, people who want to, uh, immigrants built this country that, um, you know, an immigrant, if they decide to come here, ought to be issued a blue card with some identification. You know, they will take the little fingerprint or whatever the situation is. Um, you know, they can't, they'll, the, they sign an agreement that says, I will never be able to vote my entire life in the United States. Um, and that they'll, you know, not be eligible for any kind of, uh, you know, uh, welfare or anything like that. And, uh, you know, there's probably a few more things that we'd want to uh, tack on to that. But I think that would solve a problem. But the best I can tell, the political parties don't want to solve a problem. The Democrats want as many people to come as possible, so they'll vote Democrats, so the Democrats can do what they want to do. And the Republicans want to say that all immigration's bad, and you know they don't want to talk about economics and how having a growing population is important for a country. And you know, speaking of Democrats, has literally become the party of mental illness. Uh, you you just look at like the kind of things that the Democrats squabble about, the kind of bills that they introduce, you know, with you know the whole gender nonsense stuff and the wanting, you know, they they're fighting tooth and nails. So there's you know books like Gender Queer in the public schools that are you know teaching kids how to you know basically have you know 
gay sex with their friends and things like that. And, you know, they, but yeah, the Democrat Party has become the party of the mental illness. I mean, these guys are just, you know, absolutely unhinged, especially, you know, within like the past like 10 years, they, they, they've gone off the rails. And I'm going to run for a Democrat, actually, uh, next time I run for state rep. That will be really great. <laughs> I would love just if you get in any kind of a debate. Oh, yeah. And that's the only way I get in a debate, because I doubt they're going to vote for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one thing that I want to say is I think it's important that we at least have Free Talk Live on the air, because there needs to be someone who's out here speaking common sense. Like, I don't like the idea that if you're pro things that are good, like liberty and prosperity and freedom, then you sound like a racist. And the only reason that is, is because of this type of stuff that they set up. I swear that they set this whole thing up so that way now, when people are talking about secession, it sounds like you're also, you agree with everything Abbott says. I, I hate Abbott. I really hate him. I hate the way that he... Um, handles all the border and everything. I just think that the feds are even worse. The feds are way worse than any governor. What has Abbott done to get rid of welfare in, in Texas? Probably nothing. Right. And um, I, I just really don't like him. He the, the thing is, there's still like people dying all the time because they're trying to get over, and it's extremely dangerous. He's trying to make it sound like, oh... They're just blocking off the more dangerous routes. There was a bus in San Antonio that was found. Or it wasn't a bus. It was like an 18-wheeler. Is that what they're called? Or is it a 16-wheeler? Yeah, semi-truck 18-wheeler, yep. So um, there was an 18-wheeler found in San Antonio in the summer, in the heat. It was locked in the back and abandoned. And like 30-plus people who were trying to cross the border were in it. And they died. They came over the regular port where you have to drive over. And um, they had a bunch of illegal immigrants in there. And then, for whatever reason, the driver had to abandon the the truck, and he left it locked, and they all died of heat in there. And every federal employee, everybody in the Biden cabinet that has anything to do with this immigration stuff, that has anything to do with providing an incentive or welfare for people to come over mm-hmm. in this country, should be all charged with murder. Seriously. Every that's... single one of them. Well, what if that happened during the Trump administration? That Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, Every single one of them that provides an incentive. Make sure. I, I don't care who, you know, who they are. Trump, Bush, you know, it, it, put it this way. If you make it to the White House, you're evil. Mm-hmm. Good people do not get into the White House. There does seem to be a selection process for evil to get to the White House. I mean, I'm I'm not 100% sure that anybody that made it to the White House would necessarily have to be evil, but it seems like the process for getting there requires enough rings to be kissed that, you know, you can go ahead and be thrown in the evil category. If you're not evil, they're just going to JFK you. That's the bottom line. I mean, you look at all the stuff that, you know, like I just Trump. Oh, yeah. He, you know, got warp speed, get these, uh, you know, vaccines that are not safe, that, you know, have no, no, no safety studies. Yeah. Let's convince a bunch and, and, you know, entice them, threaten, you know, a bunch of people to take them. You know, let's uh, drop bombs on people. You know, how come Hillary didn't go to prison? How come he didn't, you know, pardon Julian Assange? You know, he didn't pardon Ross Ulbrich. 
you know, uh, how come he didn't the, drain the swamp? Yeah, how come, <laughs> how come the Federal Reserve, um, everybody involved in the Federal Reserve, is not put in Guantanamo Bay where they belong? You know, uh, just you know, the list could go on and on. You know, it's just, and I think this, you know, a little tangent here, this whole thing with this, you know, bringing all these indictments against Trump and all these things against Trump is to just make the pendulum swing so hard to the right. You know, I, I, I've been telling people, wait till Nikki Haley's president. Um, and, and when Nikki Haley's president and the pendulum swings so hard to the right, if you think you're, you know, trans, you're, you're some other gender or, 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 or something like this, you're just going to get put in a mental asylum, you know, when the pendulum swings so hard to the right. Hmm. Uh, you know, that's that that's really the push that's going on. And there's a lot of people on the right that would rather have that, you know, than, than, than the nonsense we got going on now. And it's just, it, I, I, I really believe that it's just a major, major pendulum swing to the right to where all of the like horrible, diabolical things, the stupid stuff, the unhinged mental illness of the left is just pushed at as far as it is to the left, to the right, and just let your imagination run wild. And these evil, diabolical people are going to do 10 times worse. And that's why I think that we should all just leave each other alone. And that's that's why secession is a good thing. If you want to be a furry, you should be allowed to be a furry. And live in a state where being a furry is legal and accepted and, um, you know, funded or whatever. I don't know. Shouldn't be funded because yeah, you know, that, that. that requires threats and violence. Yeah. That's their business, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Like that's the whole idea. If, if the, the furries are socialists and they want, you know, furry funding or whatever, then that's their business. They can fund it themselves. And then New Hampshire yep. should be allowed to be a place where maybe it's frowned upon to be a furry and normal people live here. And we, we don't all need to be connected through this thing called the federal government that just keeps growing larger and larger and impeding in our lives. And that's why I am talking about this um, statement from Greg Abbott. It's not because I hate immigrants. It's not because I, I'm completely pro open borders, like absolutely zero stopping of people coming over the borders. I'm just anti welfare. I don't like people that don't want to actually make a living for themselves like i would love to live in a city if there weren't bums on the side of the road um i yeah and if you don't welfare and if you don't incentivize bums if you don't subsidize poor people you'll have way less poor people yeah and getting back to the furry things like so like in a free society if somebody if somebody's kid in the public school identified as a cat and demanded and then sued the school to have a kitty litter box put in the bathroom for the kid to do his thing in the kitty litter box because he thinks he's a cat. Well, the solution is no public schools. And then that would be up to the mother or, or the parent um, to, you know, uh, that wants to, you know, you to recognize their kid as a cat, for example, to find a school that will accept that and would be or some do it private at their own school house, or yeah. do it at their own private house or have their own homeschool I identify as a cat or a chicken or whatever, you know, um, mental illness group, homeschool, you know, group or something. And uh, but the idea would be there would be no public schools because all of, uh, you know, when you, listen, when you send your kid to public schools, what you are doing is you are engaging in an act of aggression towards all landowners because if somebody doesn't mm-hmm. pay their property tax, the cops kick in the freaking door and kick them out of their house. I know I've experienced it once before. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you know, Jay? I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I think that we've mostly said everything that. There is to say about this. I'll read this last uh, paragraph here of what Greg Greg Abbott said. He said, "Under President 
Biden's lawless border policies. More than six million illegal immigrants have crossed over our southern border in just three years. That is more than the well. I mean, are they counting like people that get sent back and come back and come back? Because I I've known people like that. Like I'd be like, oh my god, he got deported. That's so sad, and he's back. When I was in Colorado, in like in two weeks. Well, one thing that really upsets me about ICE, which mm-hmm. is uh, immigration in, something. Yeah, enforcement. I can't remember. Uh, immigration control enforcement, I believe it is, mm-hmm. and they would like show up to like a, a poultry or a pork processing facility where everybody's doing a job, everybody's being productive, and like they would just round up like all the people. Let me see your documents. You know, like it's Nazi freaking Germany, mm-hmm. and you know they'd show up to these dairy farms and stuff, and these you know super far- hardworking people farms, or just a bunch of dudes are just working their butt off. You know, and 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 ladies, uh, you know, harvesting the spinach, harvesting the celery, you know, whatever. And they're um, and then ICE comes in there and they uh, and they they round them all up, they stop all the production, and like half of these guys have credentials that don't pass ICE. They get put up, they all get like put on these buses, and three days later they're back at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. It's just a waste of money. Like, Hector, how did you get back so quick? This guy, Seriously. Hector, he, he, he got he got like busted somehow. I don't remember w- what it was, but um, he's like, well, I can't go back to work over there. Can I get a job from you? He's, you know, I'm telling, you know, some of the guys I'm working with. And we're like, hey, yeah, man, you're awesome. And uh, and I'm like, you've been you got back here in less than like it was like 72 hours. He's like, yeah, it took, <laughs> it took me down to the border. And he, he says, I, uh, I just, um, I just hit in a guy's pickup truck and I, he gave me a ride across. And then, and mm-hmm. then another time he's like, one time I had to run through the desert. That was pretty hard. I don't like doing that. And, uh, you know, and the guy like spoke English really well. And, but yeah, he was back in like three days. I'm like, whoa, like the dude is so resourceful. And he's like, he wasn't like, oh, I've been gone for three days. I need to sleep. He's like, I'm ready to work right now. What do you want <laughs> me to do? You know, like that's the kind of guy. Those are the kind of people I want in my neighborhood. Right. People are getting stuff done. And those are the ones that like government's going after all the time. And meanwhile, they're they're putting these other guys in hotel rooms and giving them thousands of dollars a month. Yep. That, that's why I just think that the problem is not as much the people who are coming from Mexico. I think it's the people who are literally getting shipped in in these programs being called refugees from like Somalia or wherever else in the Middle East. And they're actually like third world. Like Mexicans aren't actually third world. And they're like killing people and they're totally freaking weird and probably don't belong here at all They'll probably be happier in their third world country how many of these middle eastern folks sorry mark uh, how many of these middle eastern folks for example have a loved one or a relative or an ancestor that got vaporized or lost their legs or some horrible disease or sickness um you know uh from a u.s made you know munitions or bomb or act of aggression uh you, you think they might just have a little axe to grind when they show up here Hopefully they get over it and they're like, wow, I'm just going to make a better life for myself. But, you know, but not if they're part of these programs where they literally um, are being paid to be here. Right. What are you going to say, Mark? Right. I think that that's the the real key to the problems um, going on in Europe is, um, you know, I, you know, again, I'm no expert in what's going on in Europe, but I really think that the deadly combo is a unlimited immigration b payouts for um, immigrant families. You know, that's not how we made America into what it is today by giving a bunch of free stuff. We said, hey, come here, help us build a great nation or, you know, whatever. Um, You know, you don't work, you don't eat. And I think that that's a great system. But, you know, incentivizing people not to work has 
never worked. I, I had a conversation with a friend uh, in Massachusetts, and he is a Hyannis police officer. Now, Hyannis is like the Kennedy compound in Cape Cod is basically where Hyannis is where the Kennedy compound is. What is it? That's Hi- a town? Hyannis? Hyannis is a pretty, like probably the most populated town on Cape Cod is one of them. It's, um, you know, it's, it's like uh, one third the way, you know, up the arm. If you look on Massachusetts, there's an arm that's Cape Cod. And uh, basically what has happened is Hyannis, all of the um, hotels are full of migrants. They are all like, like the grocery stores down there, like in the wintertime, you know, they, they sell like, you know, probably 20 to 30% of what they sell in the summertime because Cape Cod is essentially like a ghost town all winter. It, you know, it's a, it's a summertime beach, you know, vacation area. And the hotels are most of them are closed down. Well, they're all they're all occupied. They're all full of migrants. And my police officer friend, who I used to sell hay to, uh, he was like, "It is unbelievable." He's he says that they are constantly uh, drinking. Uh, you go to any of these places, it is just booze. And it is weed, and like the dispensaries are like you know, you know the 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 legal you know marijuana dispensaries are like the the migrants are just you know they're they're just making the dispensaries are making cash big time money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 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 they are um, and, and I don't care if you smoke it or if you drink. Um, if I if I have but to if pay you're not for working, it, yeah. If, if I'm forced by gunpoint to pay for it, yeah, I care about it. Uh, but he says anyways that there's like constantly fighting. Um, he's like, there's, uh, attempted rapes. There's, um, there's all kinds of, you know, gun violence. There's gunshots being going off. There's a whole bunch of like Jamaican refugees. There's like, uh, I, there's a big J- Jamaican issue down, uh, uh, down there. Um, there is, uh, he, he was just kind of like rattling off, you know, a bunch of like, like issues. And, and he's like, he's actually thinking about moving to New Hampshire. Um, he is working on selling his house. Um, he was, he was like, would you be mad if I came to New Hampshire and became a cop? I'm like, no, you're a good guy. I go, I'd want to see a guy like you be a cop in New Hampshire. I actually would love to see free stater minded people become cops because those positions are going to be filled anyways, as long as, you know, this system's going on. So it might as well be liberty minded people, you know, hanging out in patrol cars and just helping people and not harassing people. I agree completely. Um, there's also this. City or not city park in New York City. I can't find the, where I saw the article about us. So was looking for, but there's this park in New York City where there's like migrants being held in, um, well, not held, but like put up in rooms in this um, building right across from the park, and they, it, they're just so bad they just pee and poop on the streets and like leave cups filled with poop. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like those types of people don't belong in America. Like if you want to poop on the street, you don't belong in America. I, I would be fine with us um not being associated with San Francisco too for the same reason. 603-283-6160. It's free talk live. More coming up. You can call in with whatever is on your mind. That's 603-283-6160. More coming up. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. teamg'day.com. teamg'day.com. 
Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. USA News Update. A first-of-its-kind execution is set to take place in Alabama. USA's Corey Myers has details. U.S. Supreme Court justices rejecting an effort to stop the country's first-ever execution by nitrogen hypoxia. Kenneth Eugene Smith serving on Alabama's death row for the murder of Elizabeth Senate back in 1988. While Smith reportedly requested the new execution method, his lawyer still appealed, claiming the gas poisoning would violate the Constitution's ban on cruel and unusual punishment. Former Trump White House aide Peter Navarro is being sentenced to four months in prison. Navarro was convicted of contempt of Congress in September for not complying with a subpoena issued by the January 6th House Select Committee. Navarro's team argued during sentencing that he believed he could not comply with the committee's subpoena due to executive privilege. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extend Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
that you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number here. That's 603-283-6160 and with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie, Jay, and Mark here in beautiful Utila, Honduras. And Jay, you had something that you wanted to tell them? Yes, uh, Anarchapulco 2024 Reborn. Um, I'm going to be there with my wife and kids. Uh, it actually, somebody just donated a forge. Looks like I might be building an anvil when wow. I show up there. I'm not. I'm sorry. Somebody donated an anvil, and it looks like I might be building a forge. Uh, we're going to be getting there like four days before the event starts. But uh, so I might be. I, I'm hoping we can pull off this blacksmithing there. That's going to be my workshop. But anyways, uh, I will be. Uh, That's um, expensive. I just looked up Anvil. Uh, well, somebody donated one. That's some, really some, nice. Some, some, some somebody involved and with uh, hoping to encourage me to put on the same thing I put on at Porkfest. I'm like, well, we need a lot more tools. They're like, send me a list. Which I only, which I haven't sent them yet. I got to finish the list. Anyways, so Anarchapulco uh, is is happening February 11th through 16th uh, in Acapulco, Mexico. Uh, I'm going to be talking about investing in our posterity. Uh, Marjorie Wildcraft will be there. I'm actually very excited to meet her. She is um, someone I've uh, sort of followed on and off for years, and she's like an awesome gardener and really into like herbal stuff and tinctures. And she's just a great wealth of knowledge. Um, like a, you know, just someone that my wife and I are really looking to meet. Uh, Max Egan, we're, we're uh, uh, excited to meet him. Uh, Jeff Berwick, of course, and Lucy. Uh, my kids really want to meet Lucy. They, we watch, I would love uh, to meet Lucy, too. We watch uh, the Jeff and Lucy walk and talks together sometimes. That's Jeff Berwick's dog. It's a chihuahua. Yeah, and he's got uh, a baby uh, boy who's like, I think I'm going to be about one year old, roughly, or almost one year old. Anyways, um, uh, it's uh, taking place in uh, a... Uh, I can't remember the, what the hotel is called, but the, also secret the, the secret garden oh. is part of the hotel. Uh, it's kind of like an outdoor deal and uh, beautiful weather, beautiful time. Uh, the, in the uh, walk and talk videos that Max Egan does and Jeff Berwick does, like everything's looking good. There's, um, you know, they're rebuilding everything. Uh, a lot of the hotels are, are open again. Because there was a again. hurricane there. Yeah, it was a hurricane a few months ago, C- category five. And uh, if you're interested in going to Anarchapulco, there's going to be tons of great speakers. You should come check it out. Uh, and if you buy tickets, uh, use coupon code J at checkout, and you'll get a 10% discount. And that's on anarchapulco.com. Thank you for that, Jay. We do have a caller on the line, Ricky from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Well, thank you there, Miss Bonnie. Brother Jay, Brother Mark, good evening. Good evening, Ricky. What's on your mind? No doubt. Well, you know, before I go into it, I have to admit, I have to admit that, Miss Bonnie, you made me so happy tonight. I'm sitting here listening, and here comes Scooter, and you just blow him off completely. Now, you know he's totally banging his head up against the wall at that moment. <laughs> Uh, no doubt. What the hell is wrong with this person? What rock? I remember when he came. He just came from under some rock, and he's like a bad dream that won't go away. Yeah, he's Scooter so or Skeeter? Skeeter. Uh, yeah, I think you call him Scooter. But I think he's an AI bot. 
Hey, Mike, <laughs> I don't know what the hell he is, but you know that I'd like to know what he does during the week when he's not pestering everybody on this program. I can't even imagine. I, mean, I don't want community. to think of that. There's always some. Yeah, I, know, but I feel bad for the people. It, it, he's either an AI bot or like the FBI has like an, an allotment allowance for like one individual at a time that they could put on a payroll that they're, you know, part of their job is just harassing Free Talk Live. I mean, we've all, there's always been some. He was just awakened and Harry appeared. No doubt. But on a serious note here, I hear you talking about secession with Texas. And it's very sad, actually, because, you know, I do occasionally talk to people from Texas, and I've been talking to them. The secession is something that's very important to me. And I will say it's a very different set of circumstances. But, see, this is definitely, I totally agree with you, Miss Bonnie. This is a case of smoke and mirrors. Uh, their government... First of all, it's definitely not a representation of the people in Texas. That's obvious. And this is a case of smoke and mirrors. And I think really the reason why is, you know, generally speaking, I find the people of Texas to be very strong people. I think this is just, uh, you know, an attempt to use secession. Okay, here we're doing it. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. Oh, sorry. Sorry, folks. It didn't quite happen. And they're totally destroyed. You know, and that's a good way to beat these people down, you know? Hmm. That could totally be I mean, it. that's just a thought on my side. And plus, they have statehood. And that's something I wanted to talk to you all about. You see, I've talked about my, you know, plans on running for that seat in District 189. And my purpose, now, I will do other things. I can't do it overnight in five minutes. But I will do it, is to blow it away. Now, the difference here, and I think Jay will understand what I'm talking about, here in the Commonwealth, as of 1787, we are what they call a pre-association. That's a caveat. We would have never ratified, because we would never hit the Union, just like so many. And we wouldn't have got our caveat, which makes, which is supposedly the non-interference rule of the federal government that comes to the people and the land. Now, not only that, but that coupled with the fact that we are the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, I think gives us the ability. Now, I have much more in mind than I'm going to utilize. But my answer, as opposed to Texas or even New Hampshire, when we did it in the 90s, they used a liaison. And that's crap. That's the asking permission route. And we did get the Independent Sovereignty Act, so something good came out of it. But you cannot ask the federal government. My answer is once you have the people, say 60% or better, House blows away in the middle of the night. Boom, it's gone. There goes the Fed and the state with it. Now, I do have a plan, which I'm not really speaking about, because I want to give them a heads up so they can find a way to weasel out. But I will say it's involving our own Constitution, which I find novel from the standpoint of a constitutionalist, you know, to use that to blow the damn thing away. What are we blowing away? The U.S. Constitution, Mark, you would love it. You're all uh, there goes there goes your income tax. <laughs> well, I'm certainly not a fan of the income tax. Income taxes. Nobody, nobody is. It's for you enemies know, of the enemies. United States. What's that? Income taxes for enemies of the United States. If you read the Trading with the Enemy Act, uh, United States citizens were added to, were included with the list of enemies of the United States, and when the Trading with the Enemy Act was uh, amended in 1933. 
Right. A lot of people say, okay, Commonwealth, what are you going to do if you blow if you blow away not only income tax, but you blow all taxes away, what are you going to do? Now, I know it sounds crazy, but I've done my own canvassing, and I do know the people here at the Commonwealth quite well. And and the answer would be, believe it or not, and I believe this would be successful, a voluntary donation, you know, say of like maybe 2%. And it's not something you're obligated to do. And if you don't have it, it's not like we're going to send a Gestapo out for you. You pay it when you have it. There'll be plenty enough money. I mean, 2% doesn't sound like much, but we have 8.3 million people, you know. It doesn't sound like much, but there's going to be plenty enough to have it. And if you don't have it, you don't have it. Because people here love to be part of their community. And if people were willingly part of their government, as opposed to being mandatory, I th they would be very hip to it, you know? And you don't have to pay it. It's not like you're forced. There'll be plenty enough money. Well, I... I, just... I, I think that any government that uh, is voluntary is one that I'm uh, looking for, sure. And I think that Javier Malay in Argentina is probably doing a much better job at getting his state closer to that than um, Ricky will probably be able to do from a Congress spot or whatever it is, congressional district spot in Pennsylvania. And I wanted to talk about that. Mark, I want to know, does anyone in Honduras like talk about Argentina and what's going on there, or do they not care because it's still too far away? I just spoke with an Argentinian this morning hmm. uh, regarding what's going on there, and you know he uh, voted for Malay, nice. but he's not excited about him. He's Is it like, because of know, the protests? I think he's uh, mostly just something had to be done was the reason that he uh, voted Malay in, is that everything that had been done up to that point wasn't working and that he felt like you know he just had to, something had to change. I'm getting more and more actually excited about him. And mm -hmm. I just think that the English news agencies aren't putting out like everything he's doing because they don't even want to bring attention to it. And it's like out sure. of sight, out of mind. So that's why I asked about, um, about Honduras because it's like people in America don't care at all. Probably half of them don't know what Argentina is. And um, I really want to get more information about him. But I found this. Apparently, there's been protests in Buenos Aires. In Buenos Aires, yep. And um, I looked it up. It's Aires. Wait, it's, oh, it's Aires? Aires, yeah. Hmm. I thought Aires. I looked it up and I was right. It's just going to go fast. Well, anyways. Just roll through it. That's what they do. Buenos Aires <laughs> in Argentina. Um, there's been protests there, and it's so funny because it said at least 200,000 unionized workers of the country's 5 million or so will be marching in the streets of Buenos Aires today. And I heard in, I, I'm in a group chat on Signal, and a lot of people are in Argentina in that chat. A lot of them are saying that the reports were like 20,000 at the most. So like a tenth, right, of what they were saying, I think. And, yeah, it's um, a huge number of people, though, but yeah. Yeah, but still, it's way less than the, what they were saying. And those people are unionized workers who are mad because of the stuff that Javier Malay is doing. And that just sounds like a good sign to me. Unionized workers being mad sounds great. 
Yeah, they weren't going to be happy. Um, you know, I mean, basically, they, they've got the sweetest of gigs, and they want to continue to ride the backs of the, uh, you know, disadvantaged uh, Argentinians until the whole country is just ripped apart. And, you know, I mean, the union workers have long believed, you know, been in bed with the socialists and believed that, you know, if we would just do socialism right, it mm-hmm. will work. And, you know, I... I encourage them to find the place where that does socialism right. It's just like here in uh, New Hampshire. The only people that dislike the free staters are the parasite class. <laughs> and by parasite class, I you don't have to be a government employee to be a parasite. In fact, um, even I, I've been finding a lot of the uh, government employees that I do talk to that like the free staters and like what the free state projects about are like the guys who like work for the highway department doing road construction. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Those that plow. Yeah. Oh, that plow that do road construction, uh, that do people who like, like some of the cops that I talk to, they're like, you know, have families, especially family people. They, I, I have very, I can't find any family people really that dislike the uh, free state project. Um, this, but like, it's very much, uh, parasite class, like people who work for the government, hardcore, like leftist types, you know, like the school teachers and, you know, the, the people who have, uh, who like, they know their pension will not exist if the only purpose of government is to protect life, liberty, and property. There would be no government employee pension funds. They just would not exist because the only way those things can be propped up is by pointing guns at people and forcing them to pay for them. Uh, you know, this is why property tax is so expensive and stuff. And one thing that's really weird about the messed up economy in Argentina is that people who do basically anything productive are not the unionized workers that are um, making like any sort of money. Like the lowest paid doctors in the entire world are in Argentina. Like doctors in America. Well, make- that's got to be the Cubans. Oh, well, probably them. But I thought that it was, Arge- I mean, I heard that it was Argentina It yesterday. might be the industrialized world. Argentina, Argentina is often grouped into the sort of G20 countries, the ones that are, you know, big and productive. It was supposed to be the next United States hmm. at the, in the early 1900s. And that didn't come about because, well, a politician, a socialist married a, an actress and yep, Argentina, yep. you know, no, took 120 years off. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like in one of these chat groups I'm in on Signal, there's like one guy in there who he really gets pissed when I talk about like why why are you sending you know I I, I say only a fool would would allow uh, his enemy to educate their children hmm. and, or his children and uh, he's and he's like well I work twelve hours a day blah 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 but so so I'm like oh well says, if you have to work twelve if you have to send your kids to school because you have to work twelve hours a day you're doing it wrong so and I hate when people act like oh this is the job I have and it's the only job I could possibly have like why don't you change stuff around so he's a union worker hmm. um, he's got a Harley a, a, like a brand new Harley Davidson he's got like two jet skis two snowmobiles he's so got he's a bass debt. boat you know he's got like a hundred and five thousand dollar pickup truck he's got like this huge beautiful house and uh, and it's like yeah he's just basically working his union job paying his bills and he's literally a parasite because in order to have his lavish lifestyle he has to work 12 hours a day his wife has to work 12 hours a day as he puts it I doubt he works 12 hours a day and I doubt his wife does uh but he has to send his kids, and then all he and then he complains about 
uh, how in the Ware public school system, they literally they, they asked all the kids if their parents had guns and what kind of guns they had is what mm, the teachers whoa. are asking their parents. And he's like, I'm calling my lawyer. I'm like, dude, lawyers are useless. Why are your kids in school? Yeah. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do with them? I'm like, it's you know, so you just government subsidized day prison. You know, I says, you're asking men with guns to threaten me to pay taxes so you could, you know, have four wheelers and brand new trucks. Yeah, that's in so all true. fairness, the, they're going to pay. You know, the the an additional kid or two in the public school system actually doesn't cost much of anything because you know another in a uh, math class doesn't really do anything. But um, you know, I I think that he's, real, he's fallen it. into the trap. What's that? He's still supporting it. Well, look, I mean, it's it's easy to be sanctimonious. Um, I've never sent my kid to government school either. What I'm trying to say is, is there's a trap, right? And the trap is, hey, we're going to offer, you know, middle class welfare, babysitting day prison to you. And, you know, that's all you have to do is give your young minds full of mush to us and we will mold them and shape them. And in exchange, you get the bass boat, the jet skis, the big house and, you know, all those other things. And it's a series of decisions that you make you know you know as well as i uh, as i do that when we were um you know when jack was younger we you know homeschooled him and you know made a few sacrifices for that and we're happy that we did yeah you drove an old piece of crap pickup truck so you you could not have to go work a whole bunch of hours so you could homeschool your kid <laughs> right so i have to pay for the pickup truck <laughs> so i could drive my kid to the school so i have to spend more gas so the thing about United States versus Argentina is just like the incentives and the stuff that we think about as like who's a parasite and who's not is all messed up. Like basically the people who do anything productive are not even paid very well at all. The unionized people are like lawyers and crap like that who instead of like, you know, building things, they're just making an ability for them to have some sort of stupid, cushy job where they're also getting um, government money and um it's you know being it's being funded by all these poor people in in argentina it's like really really rich people dirt poor people and that's like it and it it wasn't like that in argentina you know a few centuries a a few decades ago and that's the way it's really going right now in this country and what they're talking about with all these protests is this is the parasite flailing like when you do a parasite Hmm. cleanse in your body like a candida cleanse, one of the side effects of parasite die-off is the hormones that candida puts into your blood to like make you crave sugar because that's what candida wants. Well, it all gets dumped into your blood, sort of like that hormone gets pumped into your blood when those parasites die off, and like you get wicked cranky hmm. and like sort of out of control. Um, I know what happened to me. I did like a hardcore. You know, I used to be three hundred pounds like ten years ago. Mark remembers when I was fat, <laughs> and. Um, and, and yeah, I uh, I did this intense candida cleanse, and I and for like a whole week, I was an a hole, and people are like, "What is wrong with you, man?" Dang, uh, and it's like also like a flailing, dying beast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you imagine all the protests that would be here in New Hampshire oh if like all of a sudden uh, there was uh, all right, we're not collecting any more taxes anymore from any of the private people. We're only collecting taxes from you know 
the um, government contractors and government employees, like, you know, it's supposed to be no private citizens are paying taxes. There's no more property tax. There's no more, you know, uh, any of this tax. And and everybody would just stop operating, you know, governments, you know, uh, basically licensed businesses and just operate their own private, you know, entrepreneurship, just, just do it themselves. Like, oh, we don't have enough money for this this type of welfare anymore. Sorry, you guys got to figure that out. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to go protests. crazy. There'd be oh, massive protests. They would probably stage, you know, um, you know, all kinds of crimes. Be you know, well, it wouldn't go too far in, in in New Hampshire because we have a very heavily armed population. So you couldn't get like you know, you couldn't get like the things happening in Oregon and uh, hmm. you know California for like protests and riots that happen here because landowners just aren't going to tolerate it and and they don't have to. Um, but that is what's happening in um, Argentina. They're it, actually like burning buildings and like... Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Just that they're having protests. I haven't heard anything about them being like really violent or anything like yep. that. Um, and the thing is like, I can't really explain to you what Malay's shock slashing of the economy includes because they're just not reporting on it in English. And I know that they're doing that on purpose, but I'm working on that. I have some friends that speak Spanish that are possibly going to call in and help us um, understand everything about that. But this is what um, this Reason.com article says about Malay and the protesters facing off. At least 200,000 unionized workers of the country's 5 million or so will be marching in the streets of of Buenos Aires today against newly elected libertarian president Javier Malay's policies. Inflation now exceeds 200% and about 40% of the uh, of the country is living below the poverty line. I don't like how they wrote that. It's like it was getting really, really bad before he got elected. And it's not like he made the inflation happen. You know? Malay right, is- what he did was to uh, basically accept reality. Um, now, when I was in Buenos Aires in February of last year, 2023, um, We're still connected. Okay. Um, When I was in uh, the, there were two exchange rates. There was the exchange rate you could get from the government or any of the, um, you know, airport kind of exchanges. And there was the ones you could get sort of on the street. Now I'm not saying this is some guy with, come here, you know, it was, it's storefronts just on the street and you'd go in there. They're like little banks and you exchange your U.S. dollars for uh, Argentinian pesos. And basically it was, it, it made more sense to go to the streets because you got twice as much money for your dollar. And yeah, I mean, once you started doing that, the steak dinners were $8 a piece. Argentina is widely known for its uh, steak, the entrana. Yeah, I want to go there. Did, did you go to like steak restaurants to get really good steak? Yeah, I mean, it's wonderful. Um, it's basically like Italy, um, inexpensive Italy. Yeah, I heard that it's like nothing like Mexican food, and it's more like Italian food with a bunch of steak. And that sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's Italian food with a bunch of steak is exactly right. They have um, way more cows than people there. Is that so? I uh, I didn't get out into the hinterland, but well, we did see some some cows, and so you know it's it's all part of the culture there. And uh, so I mean, all Mile did under these circumstances was tell the truth. And the of course the international press corps hates this stuff. I mean, you know the uh, the L.A. Uh, Times journalists are getting laid off, and they're like, oh poor us, you people have been against us for so long. You know, I don't care anymore. And um, one part about the accepting reality thing that he's doing is basically just like he's letting the peso kind of die. 
and um, not just like propping it up. And I don't really know how that that really works, like to explain it to the listeners. But that's what he's doing. And because of that, inflation is just going to get worse before things get better. And um, it's like a that's why they're calling it a shock. Um, I forget how they explain it, but they're calling it a shock system, shock to the system or something like that in this article. It says Malay is working to implement massive reforms, which include slashing the number of government employees, deregulating many sectors of the economy and targeting deeply entrenched unions. And one thing that's really cool about Malay that I learned yesterday as well is that he became an ANCAP. He was interested in economics. He's kind of a right winger. And um, he did not like the Peronists, which are or Peronists, whatever, they're the lefties, they're, they're the socialists there. Well, his friend gave him the book in Spanish, The Market for Liberty, and that completely changed him into an ANCAP, and that's like a really good book. I read it. Ian did an audiobook version of it, which you can find on YouTube. Um, book at freetalklive.com. Okay, yeah, it's freetalklive.com. More coming up, 603-283-6160. More coming up, don't go anywhere. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. 